0: hey guys welcome welcome to this episode of cafe con leadership i'm your host sandra noemi and in this episode we are going to be talking about mental health within the hispanic and latino community and we're gonna dive deep into the issues that ail us and how we can do better today I wanted to talk about and bring someone on that we're going to kind of start these conversations more and more on mental health within the hispanic and latino community Um, this is a very critical subject um, and something that needs to be discussed more and more of and um, for those of you don't know i am your host of women wednesday sandra noemi torres and the founder of united latinas an organization created to help more latinas become leaders highlight more latina leaders and have better representation out there and show up at more tables Um, so that is the goal that is the impact that we want to make and with that i want to introduce our first guest Uh, but before i do i want to kind of quickly talk about what led us to this particular episode today Um, for those of you that don't know i think i mentioned it last time this new application called clubhouse uh, which is a very powerful application to have very intimate Conversations about real issues. It's no longer scrolling through a feed and commenting. It is now engaging with a conversation, which I think is truly, truly powerful and impactful. Um, one of the rooms that I was in just recently was on um, uh, Latino culture and, 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 um, some, something around mental health. I don't remember exactly the title, but the conversation started on what really is the baggage that Latinos are holding on to and how can we work to move past some of those obstacles. So there is. A lot of things can that can that play a role. Um, It is our upbringing, right? It is a poverty mindset uh, at times. It is a it could be religion that is that is divisive in one's life. Uh, I heard stories that really were truly heartbreaking about how religion plays a role in dividing families. And I think that is something that we need to have that conversation on. Um, this is about personal growth this is intimate growth we are going to tackle conversations that may not always be easy to have Uh, they may have diverse opinions in many ways but at the end of the day we want to get down to the root of the root of the root of the the issues so that we can progress as a society and as a community and i think we are on our way to doing just that so with that i would like to introduce my guest and for today carla rodriguez Hi, Hello, Carla. Carla is an NLP coach. She's a life coach. Uh, she works with different types of individuals, and uh, and I'm so happy to have you here, Carla. How are you today?
1: I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me here, and I'm just excited to share and have this conversation. Yay! Me too. Me too. I love the name of your
0: your organization, by the way. It's MetaFit MetaMind. Tell yes. us a little bit about that.
1: Actually, so MetaMind actually started as a pod as my podcast with the idea that I wanted to bring out people's voices, Latino specifically voices, to raise their voice and share their story. And where does this stem from? Well, Metafit MetaMind means I, I split it up, right? So we have our metas, right? Our goals to be fit, not only physically, but also in our life. Where do we fit? what are we doing now? What are the decisions we're making? What are the decisions we have made that has brought us to this point, right? That's the fit part. Like, what are the goals to actually fit in our health? And also the methods for our mind, like how do we take care of our mindset and our overall health, right? And that's kind of the balance there that I have between physical health and mental health and the correlation between both. And that's kind of the theme of the podcast, as well as sharing people's stories. And now I use that in my coaching because we have metas, but it starts with how we communicate with ourselves, with our interpersonal communication with ourselves. Because if we don't treat ourselves in a strong, positive kind of way, then how do we expect to communicate with people outside of us, and our families, and our loved ones, our career, our coworkers, right? Everybody else ex- outside of us. So that's what MetaFit MetaMind, and that's that's how it started was through the podcast with. I I lived for a long time with not being able to, or thinking that I wasn't able to share my voice. And so I was always quiet. And so this was kind of a way that I stepped up, but at the same time gave the space for someone else to share.
0: I love that. Um, You know, sometimes through our circumstances, we decide that, you know, this is something we don't, we wanna share with others and we don't want Mm -hmm. others to go through and we lead ourselves into that career. So I am an advocate for mental fitness or physical body fitness mm-hmm. and how it correlates with mental mindset. Yeah. How do you, what are, your, what are your thoughts on that? What have you found?
1: So I lived with anxiety for a long time, um, not knowing what it was. Growing up, I finally discovered that I had anxiety and living with it. And a lot of that also had to do with my physical health. Um, I was a at 17, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder. At 25, I was diagnosed with a genetic disorder. But now i'm healthy and it makes you wonder how are you healthy right you were diagnosed with these disorders conditions so how can you say you're healthy well it correlates so much because when i was when with my first diagnosis i was given steroids so i gained a lot of weight i went up to about 150 152 pounds being five foot one which is a lot for a small a short girl like me <laughs> and so during that time I felt all these emotions that I didn't understand. My body was hurting. I had like knee pain sometimes or a lot of headaches. I I lived with a lot of headaches actually growing up. And a lot of that had to do with the way I ate. So my physical body was not okay. And as a result, my mind was feeling that as well. So I just had so much exhaustion in my life and so much um, sadness and so much holdback of of the feelings and of the of the words that wanted to come out that couldn't at the time so that is super important to understand that it's a balance between both and since I'm a hypnosis practitioner as well you learn that our body is our is a robot so what our mind tells our body our body does and so there's a balance right there between our mind and our body our mental and our physical health
0: yeah, I love that you brought that up because um, it's so many people don't think that, you know, the gut brain and the and the mindset, like our gut is literally connected to mm-hmm. our brain. So what we consume and even physically what we do all affects how we think, how we feel. Um, depression can I mean, this past year, 2020 has been so many people are dealing with yeah. depression. It's been increased and people are home. People are yeah. sitting on the couch. People are trying to function. People have lost their jobs. So there's many reasons for that. To happen. Um, but it's like we have the ability and the potential to really tap into who we are and mm-hmm. work on some things to really change even how we perceive and approach the things. Yeah. Those, those things. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on that?
1: So, the way we perceive things is kind of an interesting topic or conversation because we all perceive things in such a different way where we can all experience the same thing yet experience completely different things because our mind filters those experiences in such different ways. And in NLP terms and NLP, um, we talk about there's ways that we filter where we delete, distort and generalize experiences, right? And so our perception can be so different from person to person to person. So that's, that's my thought on that is and I've learned a lot of flexibility with communicating with people because I finally came to the understanding that we all communicate in such different ways. And the, and if I were to come back to our heritage or Latino community, it's something that we don't fully understand yet that we don't all think the same, right? You were talking about um, our upbringing, you know, the mindset of poverty, our mindset of religion, our mindset around. Um, wealth, right, and the ideas behind that. And we all perceive it in so many different ways um, that it's such a, a huge conversation that needs to be happening more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and on that, like, when we spoke last, like, the, the conversation was on, like, the, you know... Uh, in all platforms right but Mm -hmm. how we really decide because self-awareness is really acknowledging what is going on inside of Mm -hmm. you and and like paying attention to it catching it. what is really happening right now let me take Mm -hmm. an inventory of what i'm going through Mm -hmm. and if you sometimes realize like you know it's easy for us to make judgments of others you know you can look at somebody like okay they're this person or that person because innately we have a initial thought when we see somebody and So many times when we feel empathy for somebody, or like, ay bendito, like they're going through this and they're suffering, we can like put ourselves in those shoes, right? Mm -hmm. How often when somebody is angry and maybe like, ah, you know, know, going through something and maybe acting in a specific way, do we say, let me try to put ourselves in our shoes? Granted, not every time we can, but there is something inside Mm -hmm. that person that we could say, you know what? When are the times and moments when I'm angry? Yeah. What what, what makes me angry? And yeah. maybe I don't think I'm angry because ego tells us, you know, oh no, no, yeah. you're okay, you're good, but they're you know it, it's it, just them. It's just mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if we took the time to say, you know, they're angry, but hold on, do I ever act like that? Do I yeah. ever come off like that? Do I ever like maybe, you know? do all of these things to maybe impact others in a negative way, you know, like that is self-awareness. We are aware of how we are, what makes us tick and how we relate to others uh, in that process.
1: Yeah, Um, something uh, uh, that's pretty much, um, it's, it's something that perception is projection is basically what it is, right? What we perceive is somehow being projected to us. So how is it in our life, as you said, to bring that awareness, when is it that we act angry in this way, right? And what situation in my life? Maybe it's not in the same situation, but when do I act or behave in this specific way in any other area of my life, right? Uh, I used to, I've actually had a lot of projections that I've been working on uh, that I went through already that is coming back to me through my client, right? And it's not a punishment at all. It's just, wow, I went through this and I know what I can do to guide this person to, to improve or, or get to where they want to be, right? But the projections are there, right? In some way, you're probably a projection of me in some sort of way, right? That here we are talking about mental health, physical health, and, and to have these conversations. So why is it that we both had to meet, right? To project each other. And I'm not saying because we're on camera, but we somehow are projecting the importance of this conversation and this topic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, someone just wrote, um, and I can't see your name because it's not approved. But the minute you get angry is the minute you've lost. And yes, you know that mm-hmm. is true. Um, but that doesn't that doesn't negate the fact that sometimes we do get upset, even if we keep it in, right? Yeah. What are on keeping that stuff in, and how <laughs> how to let it out in some
1: form, right? Because mm-hmm. we are
0: expressive, so
1: yeah. So it's an interesting comment because do we really lose or what can we learn from that anger to let it go? And how long has that anger happened and how long are you willing to hold on to that anger? Now, maybe if you think about it as you lost because you choose to hold on to it, then you may want to ask, well, what do you gain from this anger as well? Because sometimes people have secondary gain from feeling these feelings where An example is military veterans, right? And I'm not bashing my husband as a military veteran. They have PTSD, right? And it's something that can be at some point healed and let go of. And I know I may probably uh, 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 trigger some people, but it's okay. That's what I do as a coach, I I trigger you on purpose, is what do you have to gain to hold on to the PTSD? A lot of veterans get benefits. That's great, you know, you're taken care of. What else do you get? benefit from from holding on to that feeling of having ptsd right or feeling that you have it right and i'm not i respect all veterans and thank you all for that yeah um or someone um i've had this conversation with my husband so i'm okay with sharing it i've asked them why do you hold on to that anger and or even with my brother and they're like they they have this weird feeling of if i don't let go then i'm not I'm, i'm gonna be forgetting my brothers then that's not necessarily true. So that's kind of a secondary gain for them because yeah. this is the way they feel like they can continue moving forward in their yeah. life.
0: And and you know what, maybe that's a way that they feel connected, right? Because yeah. I do agree with that comment. The moment that the moment that we lose self control um yes we and we outrage out of you know Mm -hmm. but it's important that if we ever get to that point it's by some logical thing inside of you that says this is logical because most things aren't logical right Mm -hmm. and i agree that we shouldn't get angry but like you mentioned some things like ptsd or holding on to some baggage some Mm -hmm. past trauma that triggers that automatically so there Mm -hmm. are two things that we can do we can like maybe somebody is blurting out and in that moment, like try to catch ourselves, you know, yeah. like, I always tell people like, snap your fingers, you know, every time you have a really, really strong emotion, coming up. Mm-hmm. and catch yourself and say, hold up. And it's okay, right? Because yeah. ego says, sometimes ego says, I'm angry. I'm gonna express anger and hold mm-hmm. up. I already started it. So let me finish it kind of yeah. thing, you know, yeah. versus I'm angry. Maybe I the first 30, 10 seconds, I blurted out something angry and then hold on once the moment i catch myself i have the ability you have the ability mm-hmm. to say hold up let me let yeah. me let me regress let me catch myself and let me not cause pain upon somebody else and maybe blurt out something that is yes. not nice but like really catch myself and learn to yeah. control ourselves right yeah that's the so that's sense. mental health is to self, yeah. have self-control over our emotions and mm-hmm. the way that we act to people so that we're giving off the energy that we want to give
1: yeah yeah and i do agree with that the self-control is definitely something yeah. yeah if you do lose self-control from that anger then yeah like yeah and, it, and that where there may be things that 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 happen right after and it's as a result of that situation right because the decisions we make right now give us the results that we're going to get here in the near future
0: yes yeah yeah Exactly. Yeah. And 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 that's why it's like, you know, when you, you see somebody blurt out, when somebody like Burke blurts out in anger, it's either unhealed wounds, you know, something like a PTSD where you know they they that really calls them to want to feel connected, like they're standing mm-hmm. up, they're still fighting for that thing that they have. But um it really is I either feel like, gosh, you know, what is unhealed within that person? I feel empathy mm-hmm. for those people too. So yeah. as much as I feel empathy for somebody crying because they lost a loved one or, you know, I feel like, gosh, man, I feel bad for that, you know, Mm -hmm. or and not feel bad, but I feel, I feel what they're going through because I've lost or I can put myself in that situation Mm is the same way I feel when someone is angry is, gosh, what triggered that and what are they going through and what are they experiencing? Because at the end of the day our human species, which is the most beautiful gift I think that we have is all of us are impacted by trying to fit in in this I think really the struggle is trying to be humans, right? You know, yeah. our spiritual are like in this process of trying to be humans and feeling like we are, in my opinion, like what I believe is, is we are learning to be, We so society has kind of said, this is your playground and we feel much more potential and much more that we have inside of us. And sometimes it comes out and it showcases itself in, in yeah. so many different ways. Yeah,
1: And these ideas of what normal is, Kind of come up and that's where the challenge is right um and i i think yeah i mean the emotions are important to feel it is important to feel them um it is important to to notice what those emotions are and actually my coach recently told me to be aware of the emotions that come up and sometimes i forget because i'm so busy doing, 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 doing all these things, right? And I feel all these emotions, but I'm putting them, holding them back. And I'm like, oh, I'll put that later, I'll put that later, right? Uh, Cause again, I am human. And she also reminded me, Carla, just remember and say to yourself, I am human. And then just sit back on that, you know? And it's something that really, that little phrase was like, I am, this is true (laughs) yeah what am i trying to pretend or maybe not pretend but forget that i am yeah the term of i am human and it's okay and so yeah so every i don't do this every day but every 15 minutes to 30 or 45 minutes i'll put an alarm on my phone and i'll just become aware of the feelings or the thoughts that were happening in that in that moment
0: yeah Mm -hmm. We got another uh, comment. Anger is a powerful emotion that is mostly born from the negative situations that can be and should be redirected to positive outcomes. Absolutely. You must train yourself to channel anger. Yeah. Absolutely, Darren. I
1: definitely agree with that. Now, how do we train our mind? Right. Exactly. That's exactly. the question. Next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a challenging thing. I mean, being Latina, I had no idea that I could train my mind or rechannel my emotions, or 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 realize that I don't have to suppress because eventually those things would come out. So my mindset changed so much, and and you know, I I always say, and I'm I'm like an LP like really change the way I communicate with myself and how I train my mind to channel those emotions to a positive outcome as as uh, Darren said was I knew that I can rewire my brain um, in such a powerful way that now okay with feeling the emotions and I don't suppress anymore and when I do feel those emotions if I feel them and they come out or they want to come out, I'll journal about them because I, I like writing. So that's just my own personal way of doing it is I, I journal about them. And if there's something about someone that for some reason is uh, making me feel in some sort of way, or maybe I don't like it or dislike it, I, something I started doing was, especially family, because obviously family doesn't always know about boundaries, right? Is telling them, hey, uh, I, mean, I, I love <laughs> you, but I don't, like i love you and i respect you but i don't respect that behavior mm-hmm. and it's something they're like whoa i wasn't expecting that
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: how do you feel about these conversations being
0: had in the kitchen table and with family members like what are your thoughts on that because some mm-hmm. I, I know that that is an issue right that we and maybe not just hispanic everybody you know there's a lot of people mm-hmm. being had out there where in a family community sometimes you're not as able and i think that that is the cycle of life i mean some people have really great um you know family constructs but for the most part this is why even as teenagers we learn to trust in our friends more than we Mm -hmm. learn to trust in our families because Mm -hmm. our families don't always leave that door open you know and that is something that i'm passionate about making sure that our generation fixes Mm and going forward you know that delivering that openness because when one feels Um, completely connected to their emotions in a way that they feel that they can express them and control them and manage them and not in a negative way, right? Mm -hmm. But learn to control the perspective of how we see things because maybe these things aren't as bad as we think they are or maybe our specific perspective has ego-driven initiatives behind it,
1: Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I mean, those those table conversations are definitely... Uh, just out of pure honesty and, and coming from my family, they never had conversations like this, right? Yeah. So I've been actually guiding or helping my mom to really re communicate and 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 redirect the way she says things now, and open up her mind to the possibilities. And so, I mean, it's my mom. It's been my mom and I for a long time and you know they're seeing the change in me and the way i speak to myself so it's like they're kind of naturally following suit in a way and so these conversations at the table which are with my mom and, and myself um you know they're they're happening more and now they actually happen with my husband and my mom and my mother-in-law and so it's really cool because you know now we're having these higher level conversations that back maybe two, three years ago were not possible because our mind was not there yet as far as our mindsets. Because my, to be honest, my mindset was in such a scarcity place that I didn't know I can do all these things and, and the possibilities. And so eventually out of intuition, I was seeking more. Right? I was seeking more and I felt so lost at some point. So at that point, I finally met the amazing people, my coaches, my mentors. And so I was like, that's when I snapped, as you said. And I became aware of the thoughts and the feelings and the emotions and all the communication within our circle as well.
0: Yeah, I love that. You know, that moment is such a powerful moment when you realize Mm -hmm. the life that we create and the life that we live is really all up to us. You know, we are responsible for how we perceive it, right? Mm -hmm. We are responsible for how we perceive it and how we react to it. And if we choose to perceive in this uh, construct of love, like, OK, they're well intentioned um, and maybe there's brokenness and maybe there's sorrow and maybe there's, you know, so much mm-hmm. sadness that this person doesn't have a way or never got the opportunity to express yeah. it any other way. So if we looked at life like that, if we all obviously that's a euphoric Thoughts and I, I believe there's the yin and yang. I will universe. still
1: put it out in the universe. Yeah,
0: I think <laughs> it, exactly. I think it's good to still put it out in the universe. You know, even though that life is this yin and yang, we can learn to accept others and kind of relate to others, you know, in that way. I remember I used to have uh, angry customers when I was maybe like 22, 23. I was a store manager, uh maybe like 21, 22. I was a store manager for a location and Um, I would have angry customers come in like, you know, these things. it was a a cell phone store. And I said, hold on one second. I said, I feel you. I'd be pissed off, too. Hold on. Let me fix your problem. You know, everybody has um, every everybody just wants to feel heard at the end of the day. I think anger comes out from that anger and frustration comes out from this feeling of I'm not being heard. You're not listening to me and I'm I'm hurting inside. And this is how this is coming out yeah if we understand that we can start to work to heal some of yeah. them
1: and that's actually the first emotion that i guide my my clients through is letting go of anger i mean sometimes people have rage before anger and so i guide people through through letting go and releasing those chains of releasing that anger first because then all the other emotions come after which are uh anger sadness hurt uh, sorry anger sadness hurts guilt and shame um, and sadness. And so once we release anger, all the other emotions kind of start to like rewire themselves and, and they either go down in feeling or, or intensity or some will come up. So when I finally decided and, and was guided through releasing my my anger that I thought I didn't have, because that's what my coach, he's like, you don't have anger. And I was like, I don't think so. And so I finally let that go then all these other feelings kind of changed. And so sadness went down, but hurt came up because I had suppressed it so much too. And so it was this interesting journey for me to let go of these feelings that I thought I didn't have, which that was definitely a learning experience um, and a huge breakthrough for myself and my way of communicating. Yeah, I
0: love that. we can go off on a whole nother thing on that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get all nerdy about it. <laughs> I know, I
0: know. This is I love this topic. Thank you, Darren. Deep breaths for starters. Pray to God, let go and let God. Private screening or yelling, uh, private private screaming, screaming in a corner in your private corner to let anger go. Take it out uh with best friends, oh, only God. if you trust them. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you know what? It is, you know, we have to have faith in what is around mm-hmm. us. We have to have faith in this. In the, in the in the in in who we are right i think we're battling with like i said before we know we're spiritual and powerful yet mm-hmm. we are like trapped in this body and we're trying to make sense of our life and these constructs that society mm-hmm. gives us so yeah have faith in the ability in in the source that has oh, made yeah. tap into and and in that i love that you brought that up darren um you know, and and that can that's a whole nother conversation, the religion and division conversation, mm-hmm. but to a degree, because I'm I'm with you. <laughs> but um, you know, have faith, yes, um, he wrote bingo. Um, you know, have faith in the source, that power that guides us, that's running through our veins, and mm-hmm. really understand what we um, can control, we ha- we are gods of our own beings. We need to learn how to control ourselves and catch mm-hmm. ourselves so that we don't hurt others and progress the cycle of mental health in a negative way and in a negative downpour. Um, so I love that. Um, we are close to time, Carla, thank you so much. This is, I mean, I, I don't wanna stop. I wanna keep going. I know,
1: I have so many things I wanna share. And th- Darren, thank you so much for, for your comments. You know, it gives us different perspective. On the ways that we all see things and, and feel things right and i think that's the coolest thing about human beings is we may share similar experiences and as i said in the beginning we experience it so differently yeah so
0: wait before i go i want to mm-hmm. know like what are some things you know there's meditation there's physical fitness you know to mm-hmm. get um there's goal-centered focusing on things but what are ways that you feel you you want to share with others to help maybe start curving that this of, up, you know, up of mental health to start having people maybe do some practices that can kind of calm
1: Yeah, so I, when Mm -hmm. I, I've always been a writer so I didn't realize that journaling was such a big help for me and that's something I always task my clients is to journal or, or actually record um, something that they're feeling. It's that expression Mm -hmm. That expression to actually express yourself, even if you're by yourself write it out And if you see or feel or hear that it's coming out in a very negative way, um, we like to play the, what do you want instead game, right? So what do you want to feel instead? What do you want to see instead? What do you want to hear instead? How do you want to communicate with yourself, right? That's one way. And another way that I practice with myself is breathing. Um, I think someone said breathing was super important, maybe. um, Deep breaths is what Darren said. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do that before I actually get out of bed in the morning, super simple two or three minutes and then the last thing I would say is I practice self-hypnosis um, because I'm a hypnosis practitioner as well. So really being able to allow yourself to receive and be able to expand your mind and open to the possibilities by going through a guided meditation or a guided hypnosis, whatever you refer to that, it's as. And it's honestly helped me to be open to, like I said, all the possibilities and the uh, the things that can come my way i love
0: that um i think you got to come back and teach us how to do self-hypnosis yeah <laughs> that's something that we uh, yeah i think that's something that would be a great um kind of practice and some things that maybe we can do to really do some self-hypnosis mm-hmm. that would be great
1: yeah so oh. yeah i am really happy. i'm really happy to to be here and to share like you said we can we can have this conversation go on and on and on um, because we have so much, right? But, yeah, I just appreciate being here and being able to share, um, you know, a little way that, that has helped my mindset change is just to be open to the possibilities and to receive and be okay with receiving and be okay with receiving gifts from people. When someone wants to give you something, don't re- don't reject their gift, because then you're taking away their power to want to give you something. So accept their gifts.
0: Yeah. Oh, that, that is, it. see, this is the beauty of mental health and this conversation is that, um, you know, we can, there are so many different, it's a tree that is like, has so many different twigs. We want to mm-hmm. uh, kind of talk about all of them, right? Like yes. there's just so many ways mental health and our sense of self-acceptance, our sense mm-hmm. of self-worth relies on, you know? And these are conversations, um, that can go every which way and I just want yeah. to have them. I wanna put this all out on the table. We would probably be here for two hours. If you're on Clubhouse, <laughs> connect with us. We're both on Clubhouse, but mm-hmm. definitely we need to do this outside of Clubhouse until Clubhouse is, is fully open, but plus video is great you yeah. know, to have these conversations. Um, so Darren writes, sing a song, do jumping jacks. Let's see, sing a song, do jumping jacks, write the pros and cons, relax and have faith, your problems with will have solutions your have mm-hmm. faith your problems i'm assuming you wrote you me with have will have solutions yes yep. yes everything is solvable right we look yep. back can you remember what you were stressing about in 2017 or 20? you know like we often are going through something that's traumatic we can and we're like oh my god this is the end of the world i don't know what i'm going to do going forward and at, at the end of the day we look back and we're like, I don't even remember what I was ever mad about, you know, last year or the year before and you know, all these things. Yeah. Um, so time heals, time heals. Thank you so much for that. Darren, Carla, I know our time is up. I want yeah. you to share with people how they can connect with you. How can they connect with medify, Metafit medify. Yes.
1: Yeah. You can find me on, I'm a lot on Instagram at coach Carlita on clubhouse, the same handle. And, um, Yeah, those are pretty much my two platforms are on Facebook, same handle, Coach Carlita. I love
0: it. I love it. Thank
1: you guys for tuning in or for watching
0: this, if you're watching the replay. Um, Mental health is a subject that we need to have more and more of, right? We need to understand that is not something um, that's taboo or people shouldn't discuss. We absolutely should discuss because there are so many people, if not the majority of human beings undergoing some form of self-awareness and self-acceptance and uh understanding really Mm -hmm. uh, understanding what who we truly are what we truly are and how we really can contribute to this life and leave a legacy behind that moves the ball forward for humanity and that's the goal at the end of the day
1: yes thank Thank you you so much, much carla
0: we will probably continue some more conversations on clubhouse on this if you are i'll share um our handles at the bottom but you can feel free to uh, follow us you can search me by my name or carla rodriguez for her Mm -hmm. if you don't have her uh, last name and uh, thank you guys we thank you so much next week for next women wednesday take care